0: Hello and welcome to Season 2 of the Road End Podcast. Each episode, we will speak to a new guest, get to know them and hear their stories about Liverpool Football Club. Welcome to Season 2 of the Road End Podcast. Today is the weekly LFC review show with me, Dom. And me, Chris. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about Madrid, incomings and outgoings in the summer Spend five seconds on Palace and then look into the possibility of Wolves and United, what we expect. So let's start, Chris. Madrid. Um twenty minutes in. Looked
1: like we were gonna win the Champions League. Nineteen minutes looked like without the Champions League. Yeah, pretty summed it up there. We we, we looked like well beaters first twenty minutes. Um soon as Real Madrid got a foothold in the game, which I do think we let them back in the game personally. We just dunno didn't carry on the way we were playing. There was only one team that was going to win the game. It, it was embarrassing to watch, second half, especially to be fair. And I don't know, I don't know where you come back from that. I don't see us, I don't see a way back in at the Burnabout personally. Uh, how about you? Well, 20 minutes in, like I
0: said, I thought we were going to win the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that's ex- over exaggerating, but you know what I mean. I thought we just sort of lacked game management in, in key times of the game. 2 0 up at our own to Madrid. I don't. I had no idea why we carried on bombing on. For me, that's where the experienced players, but also someone on the side pulls the experienced players over and says, "Listen, let's fucking calm it down. Let's keep hold of the ball. Make sure we don't do nothing silly." And then bang, two one, bang, two two. It got to half time, and I genuinely thought it was going to be a situation of fizzled out. It could have been a two two draw. I didn't expect what what was to come, but again. We have 15 minutes at half time to discuss what we we're going to do and then fucking made a mistake a few minutes into the second half. Daft, daft and individual mistakes are punishing us and they have been all season, but you cannot yeah. make mistakes against the best team in Europe over so long and not expect
1: goals to go in. Agreed. And, and obviously they could see us struggling and they literally put us to the sword um which you'd expect a team like real madrid barcelona you know these these big teams to actually do but um it was just shocking going from that first 20 minutes to literally falling like that was it, it wasn't a clock team no. was it it wasn't the performance no. and i think the defense does need to have a long hard look at itself um which we've said over the season, really, you know, Van Dyke's not at the levels. Okay, you can give him a bit of leeway because of his injury and stuff, but the likes of Gomez and that, for me, he shouldn't be starting them games.
0: How many games was, how many goals, sorry, was he a full four, you told me?
1: Well, Gomez, the free kick for the third. For me, it was a poor back pass to Alison, yeah, Alison should have dealt with it. it still a poor back pass, and he just ball watches. Um, he thinks his pace will get him out of every situation. His game management's. Awful in all honesty. And I keep saying to you, Matt Phillips must be looking at it going, "I, I how can I not get a game ahead of Gomez personally? Uh Matt up, we know, struggles, he has injuries and he's not really looked the same player either as last few seasons, but I'd still rather have Matt up than Gomez. But again, what does Phillips need to do to actually just get a, a get a shot?
0: What do you think was the reason? I mean, let's you know, we know fitness and things like that, but why do you think he went with Gomez? I for the life of me, I can't get my head round it.
1: Yeah, but I believe it's pace to cover Arnold with Vinicus Junior. Was just thinking because we know Arnold's not the best one-on-one defender. Plus, Arnold's for me spent most of the time in midfield, like yeah. inside in midfield. I don't really know why, but obviously that was a tactic because I can't imagine Klopp not telling him to do it and then him just going into centre midfield. But yeah, for me it was if if Vinicus Junior gets past, yeah, at least Gomez with the pace. If you if you're gonna give a free kick away there. Make sure you hit them and hit them hard for me. Um, but just don't make a tackle, I didn't need to. No. What what are the positives from it then? What do we take into the second leg? Uh the positives obviously Nunes, decent goal, decent finish. Um, still think he over elaborates sometimes. Um we've seen that again. There's the Fulham game where he tried two with them and think and scored one. But yeah, he was a positive. Salah seemed to with a bit of form, especially first first half. Uh, but there wasn't a great deal of positives. I said to you last week, I don't think Bassett should have played in a game that important. The swing side is how do you find out when he's ready for them games? So yeah. I totally understand why you put him in there, but I just think he needed all the heads in there, like they did with the likes of Modric and that. Um, and even if you just stifle a game in the field, it, you know. What's going on in the background? <laughs> oh, it's not going to stay a lift. <laughs>
0: I'm going to have to leave that in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Second leg. What do you see happening? I'm going to start with this one, actually. I'm positive. The only reason I'm positive is we've got nothing to lose. We're going to Madrid with absolutely no nothing to lose. No fear. It, I, I can't see them not scoring. Let's just put it that way. Um, but I can't see us
1: not scoring either. For me, you never say never with Liverpool. We've been there before not probably to this magnitude, you know, Barcelona did the year, was was obviously coming back to Anfield, but I, I, I don't know, I think Ancelotti manages games, Ancelotti is like the king, and I, I don't i I see him playing a more pragmatic game, and just thinking, just don't concede, and you're through, it's pretty much that, and obviously, with the likes of Rodrigo, Vinicius Junior, even Benzema, you can, you can hit them on the counter-attack, and you know, they've got the pace and the power up front, so...
0: The one, the one team you don't really want to have to score four
1: past Real Madrid with Ancelotti, isn't it? Exactly. And, and I think it is more for Ancelotti because he does manage games. Like, even 2-0 yeah. down, he wasn't panicking. He wasn't like, oh, shit, this is, this is going again. Get away from us. He just sort of regrouped and said, right, there'll be a time where they obviously are on top. And, and I fully expected it, but I didn't expect us to collapse the way we did, personally. But it's gone. And obviously, nothing we can do about it now. We just need to go into the second game and just... Show something, uh, even if you get a, a one 0 win there, you can think, you know, we beat the others with the banner uh, and it gives a bit of belief back, a bit of confidence. And well, predictions for the second leg, two one to them.
0: Huh. Mm. I'm gonna go one all. I, I can't see it being as explosive as we as we want it to be, but you know our predictions have been shit, so. <laughs> So let's see what happens. That's very Um, true. It's still a while away. I'm sure we'll discuss that closer to the time. Incomings and outgoings then. Let's move on to this. So this week, I think that all I keep hearing is three names. Jude Bellingham, Nunes from Wolves, and Mason Mount. And obviously we've got outgoings in the likes of Cater, Chamberlain, potentially Milner, the midfielders. Curtis Jones for me doesn't look like he's up to it. So I can't ever see him slotting in. It'll just be a homegrown thing more than anything. Who would you like to see come in? And if if any of them three, would it be all three?
1: For me personally, see, I've said to you last week, we uh, put. I don't didn't see Thiago um, as a club midfielder, and there's talk of him getting a swap for Barella, is it? Didn't Yeah. And I do I do like Barella. I think he he is more of a hard worker, boxer, boxer. Obviously, we all want Bellingham. Every, I think everyone in the world has one Bellingham in the team to be honest with you I, I hope we can get him. I'm not overly confident but if we do we can get a Barella, a, a, um, a Bellingham and even someone like a Mount, you know what you're going to get from Mount, you're going to get alright goal scorer, works out for the team not the base tackler but you know he'll do a job for you in midfield but if we can get three into to replace what Ox, Cater <laughs> This is, what oh, I still you. this is what I have to live with. This is why I've got my office getting built outside, you know.
0: Unbelievable.
1: I tell you, mate. Just have to give it a sec, because she'll have to put it back up as well.
0: Back
1: up where? So that beeping noise is when the arm's coming down, and it beeps up when it goes back up. So when she's down now, it'll beep going back up.
0: If you would like a stairlift.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go to Stenner. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God.
0: In terms of Mason Mount, I've never been like a huge fan, but I think what you'll do there is you'll bring him in and he'll probably replace the likes of Henderson in the midfield over time. Got legs, got a bit more quality, in my opinion. Um, That's what
1: I'm saying. If you put on paper, you lose, uh, like, say, Santiago goes, I'm not saying I particularly want him to or not. Just mm. it for me, it doesn't fit into Klopp. club. But if you lose Kate, Oxley, Chamberlain, Curtis Jones, Milner, and replace it with like a Barella, Mountain, Bellingham, you, you are upgrading your the midfield. There's no other way to look at it. It's just, will we actually get two or three midfielders?
0: For me, no. There's things in, it's up in the air, basically, about whether he's staying or whether he's going. What do you want to do with that contract?
1: Personally, I'd keep him. And it's probably more sentimental than, than anything else. For me, he's been the catalyst for Salad and Mane in the past. But I know you can't be sentimental in football, so... It's a free transfer, I personally would say give another 12 months and, and sort of train him with Gapau because I do I do see Gapau as a replacement for him personally, or a Jota, they both got the intelligence, uh, good in tight spaces, so you can see a lot of their traits in them. But you won't get another Bobby personally for me, no. Um, but, you. but I heard today about Diaz maybe getting swapped, it seems to be doing the rounds, excuse me. Um, mm, um, it's been doing the rounds, of, let's see. Swap deal for who, but... It'd have to be fucking Mbappe. <laughs> uh, you see Milan for Le- that Leao? Oh, no. That's got to be bullshit. Got to be bullshit. Just doing the rounds today, i say I don't particularly... I'd rather have Diaz than that Leal, personally. He's a good player, don't get me wrong. Luis but... Diaz? Mm-hmm. There's no way he's leaving. Absolutely I- no. I'd hope not, personally. He's no. not, the, not a player I want to see leave. And, you know, since he's come in... I, I well, since he's been out the team, look how bad the team's doing. Everyone keeps well, banging on about losing money. It's not so
0: glad you've just said that because I was about to say it. So, we haven't lost money, we are not missing. Well, we've lost them, we're not missing money for anyone who's listening. We're not missing money, we're missing money's replacement, Diaz. Yeah. That's what we're missing. Let's just stop saying that. And if Sky Sports ever get hold of this podcast as well, stop fucking going on about money.
1: We love him yeah. Wish him all the best. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> not even that. It's it, it's he wanted a leaf. So what you do is chain him up and yeah. say you're not going anywhere. Like no club does that. So it's we a found a replacement in Diaz. For me, Diaz was equally as good, and given time, probably would have the same impact as Manny has on Liverpool. That's what we're missing. We're not missing Manny.
0: No, I think with Manny, listen, let's let's not be too sentimental with, with with this year. He played on the left. He couldn't beat a man in his last. Six to eight months, yeah. we moved him into the middle, put Diaz on the left. That was a stroke of genius by Klopp Moved him into the middle, got the wingers going back in behind Mane then in terms, instead of Bobby. Yeah. Um, and then you got goals out of Mane as well, and you got more, more. than what we pay for him. So, listen, that's a stroke of genius. I, yeah. I wouldn't have kept him on. Um, people saying I'd rather have kept Mane than Salah, I think you're a fucking loom ball. I love him. You know what a player.
1: Oh, M- Manny was the, the the start of the club era. where yeah. he, You know he was he was he was there and yeah. I mean what he did in the Liverpool was, was phenomenal. But he wanted to leave. So exactly. I think people lose that in translation. It's but what, what do you do? Right now you are staying for another two years and well, no. what's as you say we got more money than what we paid. And for me we got Diaz who was going to be a great player for Liverpool. Hopefully if these rumours aren't through because I wouldn't swap him for that Leal no
0: there's no chance mate there's no. absolutely no chance It's it, what we'll probably do we'll probably give him a new contract when he gets back fit like we've done with a few of the other players once he has so. big injuries Um ok so in terms of incomings we can all agree that we need three midfielders at least
1: yeah, um, much, yeah
0: who will you be happy to see the back of Keita ok
1: and especially watching him against Palace I thought he was atrocious Um it's like he wanted to get sent off past Palace. Every yeah. tackle he was flying in, he was nowhere near anyone. He, was, he wasn't he was harrying, he wasn't chasing, he wasn't doing anything, in all honesty. No. And I wouldn't have left it till half-time to bring him off. I'd have dragged no. him off for half an hour gone.
0: Well, 30, that, I think it would come up 36 minutes when he made his last foul. I yeah. just fucking screamed, get him off. Get him but off the it,
1: pitch. But it would have made the points as well, wouldn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean, Tim? So, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying... Klopp should have done this and done that. Klopp knows a lot better than me, but personally, I think every Liverpool fan in that stadium was like, get him off. He, he was shocking, in all honesty, and I and it won't be that sad to see him go.
0: Okay, well, you sp- you've brought Palace up, so let's move on to that now. Nil nil, let's not spend too much time on this. It was
1: forum, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, there was, what, two flashpoints, really? They at the bar um, at the end of the first half and we had the bar beginning of the second, and that's pretty much a talking point from the whole game, which is pretty shocking. And For me, pals were there for the taking on Saturday. It, it, it was a dead rubber. It was just a, a nothing game. Um, I think in the end, both teams were, yeah, well, we've got a point, let's move on. What do you think on
0: this? So I, I spoke to the lads at LFC day trippers last night, and everyone seems to have this perception that there's something going wrong or something going on with Trent, whether it's his attitude, whether it's... I don't know whether it's protecting him. I have no idea what it is, but what you know, he he made a couple of rookie errors, which to me, it's not about his defensive ability. It was more just the fact that he switches off. He got chased out, not even chased down, to be fair. He just got shrugged off the ball from behind and nearly fucking cost us a goal. Do you think it's a bad attitude with him, or do you just think that he's frustrated at the moment because he's used to having these out balls, he's used to having people moving, he's used to having this and that? And at the moment, he's he's stuck, isn't he? The best game he's had so far for me was the derby when he was up and down with Salah. Up and down, up and down. And then Palace, it it was just a lack of movement all over the
1: pitch. Yeah, I, I don't think he's got a bad attitude. He doesn't come across as a lad, he'd have a bad attitude. He's from Liverpool, uh, you know, he's touted as the next captain and everything, isn't he? So, I don't think it's down to attitude. I do think he's frustrated that, like you say, there's, there's nothing there. Like Even the, the game before, with that ball over the top to Nunes, you're thinking, at least he's got something to go for, he's got something to aim at. This, now, he's literally... Either trying across for your ball to Robo, which isn't on, or he's just passing it back to, to Matipo Gomez all the time. He's, yeah. There's nothing there for him. So I, do, I I put it down to more frustration, which then plays on him, and then he starts doing stupid mistakes for me. He just thinks, well, I'm just going to get rid of this ball, or I'm just going to, well, I can't do anything else with this ball. So I don't think it's attitude, but I, I think it's more frustration. That I don't. Um...
0: We've played Wolves probably, I think it's 362 times in three months. So. They know what we're about, and we know what they're about. I think we've probably flirted with each other's squads in the last few games, other than the absolute annihilation at the Molyneux recently. I can't see us coming back with a we owe you one type of attitude because the mentality for me doesn't seem to be there to be in that situation.
1: Three points is massive. What do you think? Yeah, we've got to beat these and United personally uh, to stand any chance at top four. But you you look at the Wolves team on paper to get to Arpheon on paper, and you think. Liverpool gotta beat them, you know. But under is it, I can't even pronounce their manager's name. They seem to have got a little extra spark out of it, uh, and he is a good coach to be fair. Um, again, you look at the teams and you think we should be winning these two, three uh, nil at least. I mean, the midfield's all right. You know, Matinho, Neves, that Nunes doesn't seem to be getting in at the minute for some reason. But then going forward, they've got is it, Valdemers up front? Uh, is it Neto? Can't, oh, and t- like Traorie to me is just Aaron Lennon faster, uh, pretty much. At the, he's got no end product. He's got a couple of nice as well, haven't he? The only fear for me is the counter attack, like usual. Yeah. You know, we we dropped to 10 yards further forward, and that Traorie is as fast as anyone you'll see. Can he actually deliver a ball or score a goal? It is debatable, but you give him 10 chances, and I'm sure he will pop up with something. And that's my only fear. If we can get an early goal, like I like, always oh, keep saying to you, because we keep conceding early goals, you put them on the back foot. Pressure should should tell for us, but I, I'm not amazingly confident after watching that against Palace on um, Saturday, to be fair. What's your starting 11? Definitely not Gomez. <laughs> for me, I'd play probably, obviously, Robo. Alisson picks himself, he's fine. Alisson, Van Dyke, Matup, or Phillips. I don't know. It wouldn't concern me if Phillips got a game. Arnold, obviously, right. Midfield, this is your conundrum. What you do in midfield? Do you throw Batatich back in the fray? Henderson will likely start. And then what other options have you particularly got uh, for being Do you need to play a defensive midfielder, Bas Should you be playing a defensive midfielder? The way we're playing at the minute, probably. So you probably throw him in. And then it picks itself up front at the minute. It's... Um, Salah, Jota, and um, Nunes.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I I think I would like, I've heard a few people say Bacetic, Harvey, and Henderson, but for me, I wouldn't go with the two youngsters. I'd probably play Bacetic in the six, um, Mm. or the eight, sorry, and then Henderson, and then probably Fabinho behind them, just to shore up that counter-attack. Hopefully, we get a good Fabinho um, against Wolves, and we don't get the Fabinho we see in the other day. Okay, United, let's finish with United. So, Brilliant runner form, just won the Carabao Cup. Tails of Wagon, Eric Ten Hag has got United back. Apparently, uh, they look a good side. I'm more concerned about the counter attack versus United than I am Wolves. Rashford, not as much Sancho. I don't think he plays Wagost. You know, I, th- I think he'll just literally go for pace all over the pitch against us. Yeah. Um, Anthony on the right, Rashford, and then Sancho. Are you worried? Because I'm fucking scared about that.
1: Yeah, I'm the most worried. I've been since probably early 2000s playing United. In all honesty, obviously you've you've got Fernandez even yeah. uh, dropping in the holes, uh, and if he can get the run on Fabinho, which at the moment the form both players are in, you you, you wouldn't bet against it. I Casemiro, can get the run on Fabinho. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and Casemiro is to me. He's been the. Biggest signing for them Uh, personally, I think he's that was a stroke of genius. I know he's only going to be for one or two seasons, but he's literally lifted one player has lifted that that whole team forward. Yeah, Uh, I do like Martinez at the back, teams aren't putting him under enough pressure for me. I do think you can actually get at him, and there isn't mistaking him. I I am worried you've got like Dalo bombing on or or Bambasaka um Shaws seems to be hitting a bit of form so it's all going to depend on our front three for me can we peg them back can i say he's back for sunday as well oh yeah i forgot all about him to be fair (laughs) i mean back back
0: training yesterday might be too early to um play wolves but i think he's back for sunday so he's got to fucking draft him in hasn't he simple as that
1: yeah especially for pace yeah I so, mean, if you put up against Rashford, i have having Rashford all day, every day of the week, personally. Oh, okay, yeah, of course, really mate. Am, but, and yeah. What
0: are you thinking on, What what's your prediction for um, United?
1: I'm going to go 2 one us, and that's Salah double. I'm going to go for Salah double. Ooh. He seems to have Is the that... knack against United. Yeah,
0: and do you know what? I, I was going to say 2-0 or 2-1 for us, just on the basis of it being at Anfield and... The crowd being there and the crowd getting off for it because you know we we all know the atmosphere at Anfield can be very temperamental. But I think against uh, it shouldn't be the case, but against the United Cities, Everton's, Chelsea's as much the game fair, even the case the crowd, with Red. Yeah, the crowd are fucking off for it. So yeah, you know yeah. Sunday
1: make that grounds horrible. Get a Man few copper bags out. Get that <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: Molyneux. <I'm> <messing.
1: laughs> <laughs> Now, no, no, we, we've got to, and even if you've got to keep it tight for the first twenty, because that I think they're going to try and fly at us personally to to kill the game in the first twenty half an hour. But you couldn't blame me either. No, that's exactly what I'd do personally. Um, but yeah, if we can sustain the first ten fifteen, get a bit of a foothold in the game, I fancy salad against sure, I do. Yeah.
0: Okay. And because we missed out before, let's finish with the Wolves prediction. I'm going to
1: go with three 0 of I'm going to go with 2-0 Liverpool. But can I just say as well, on the crowd, how many crowd or fans do you know who stay back after the game getting battered their own 5-2 to stay and applaud the opposition team? Because it doesn't happen very often. Then. Yeah,
0: I've seen, I've seen yeah. a lot of criticism for that. And do you know what? I was in the ground that night when we played Madrid and he got clapped. Ronaldo got clapped off the pitch years back. And do you yeah. know what? It, it, it's not a case of us being cheesy it's not a case of us being arse lickers it's not a case of all that nonsense what it is is respect Liverpool yeah. have got respect whether people have this opinion on Twitter and everything about what the newspaper published years and years ago this club is full of respect for and especially players and managers who were fucking unbelievable
1: yeah and I just wanted to mention that because you know it it, only clubs like Liverpool will will, will do that. And yeah. I think I went to a friendly game years ago, Benitez's Valencia, and the battered us think, four one. Five one, I think. Or four one, yeah. it was yeah, and yeah, it's just respect. It's it's appreciation that yeah, you're outplayed us, there's, there's nothing we could do that second half. We weren't even gonna look like getting a goal because Ancelotti basically uh, it managed it. But yeah, I just wanted to mention uh, respectful for that like. But let's twat them in uh, the Bernabeu. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. And then they can us off. <laughs> let's not show too much respect. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, let's, let's call it a pod for the weekly LFC review show.
1: Hopefully, our predictions
0: for you listeners are better than they have been the last two because they've been shite. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, let's see what comes. But massive week for Liverpool. Massive week in the chance of getting top four, in my opinion. Make or break. We drop any points in the next two games. For me, it's over. That That's just yeah. my opinion. Get these, you're three points behind Tottenham, who are in fourth, but we play Tottenham. So, you know, it's it's off for grabs. Let's be positive. Let's get that fourth place. Yeah, definitely. Right. Chris. Thanks. Good to see you, mate.
1: Yeah, you and too, mate.
0: Take care now. And thanks for listening, everyone. Catch you soon. Thanks to everyone for listening in to today's podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media, twitter.com. Forward slash the road end pod and on Instagram, Instagram slash the road end pod.